When I first started Social Scoop, I won't lie, I had no experience professionally producing a podcast. And the cost of hiring a professional to produce it for me was something that always stopped me from starting in the first place. I was at a virtual seminar in early 2021 when I learned about Riverside FM, where you could easily record podcasts and videos in studio quality. Fast forward, and I've been a Riverside user now for almost two years. And now that they've introduced AI tools like video transcription, I'm literally never leaving them. Click on the link in the show notes and use code SCOOP for 20% off any individual plan so that you can spend more time being creative and less time on poor quality and tech issues. What would you do if you didn't have to manage your brand campaigns and your inbox all by yourself? Would you take more time doing what you love, like creating content, or maybe even explore a new avenue of your creator business to diversify your income? As a creator, there are a lot of fun and creatively fulfilling parts of the job. We get to make content, work with brands, and build online communities, but that also comes with a lot of responsibilities, like constantly managing emails and keeping track of campaigns. I love making content for my social media and being able to focus on expanding my business through things things like this podcast or social suite, but there's a lot more work that goes into making those things happen, making it hard for me to have enough time to focus on the parts of my job that I really love. After all, I am running a business, so there are a lot of admin tasks that I have to worry about, and I don't want to get burnt out spending all my time managing my inbox and keeping track of campaigns. This is where an assistant comes in, but what can an influencer's assistant actually do for you, and how do you know if you as a creator are ready for an assistant? I'm Kristen Busquant, and I've been been a full-time creator for over three years and I've brought in over $350,000 from sponsored posts and content creation collaborations with brands so far. Social Scoop is the podcast where we teach you, the entrepreneurial creator, to turn your online influence and creativity into a profitable, self-sustaining business. Today, we're here with Olivia Pascal and Jess Martin, full-time influencers, co-owners of a digital creative agency, podcast hosts, and co-founders of Socially Ambitious, a course designed to teach people how to become irreplaceable and high sought after influencer assistants. After posting their own job listing to TikTok looking for an assistant, they found that while many applicants had impressive resumes and skill sets, they didn't have the high level understanding of influencer marketing that they were looking for. They eventually found their assistant, Anna, who was a micro-influencer herself, and she had the foundational understanding of influencer marketing that had been missing in the several previous personal assistants that they had. Today, we're diving into what tasks assistants can take over, taking your business out of maintenance mode, and whether all creators even need an assistant. We're giving the scoop on everything that you need to know about hiring a team. This, my biz BFF, is Social Scoop. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 95 of Social Scoop. My name is Kristen, and as always, I'm so excited that you guys are here today. We've got some news that we're going to go over, and then today's episode is going to be incredible if you feel like you are overwhelmed in any way, shape, or form, which you probably are, because we all are, and that is normal. However, there are things that we can do to fix that. But first, let's dive into the news. So, This week, Meta is updating its monetization program for Reels creators, now paying creators based on the performance of their content instead of the ads shown alongside their clips. So initially, the payouts will be determined by the number of plays, but they may incorporate other signals to pay out as time goes on. And this actually is starting on Facebook, which I know that not everyone listening is actually posting their Reels to Facebook, but they are planning on testing a similar program on Instagram in the coming weeks. So you want to keep your 
eyes peeled for that. I think Instagram really is trying to find some ways that we can monetize more consistently as creators and really make it worth it for us. And I hope that this is a step in the right direction. Also, Instagram is working on the ability to let other creators know that you're interested in working together. And basically, they're going to be doing this by displaying a status on your profile, direct messages, and when your profile appears in the search. So there's going to be an area where you will basically be able to go in and turn this on or off. And it's just called open to collaborating. So I'm not sure exactly what this means by being open to collaborating. Like is that on like collab posts or I'm not really sure, but it's basically just it seems like a status that you can turn on or off. It feels like it would be a missed opportunity to ever really have this off. But I don't know how the process will go when it comes to people coming to you that maybe you don't think are super aligned with you and being like, hey, do you want to collaborate? And then you have the open to collaborating thing on. And then if you say no, does it, you know, kind of make them feel bad? Like, I don't know. I think that could be a little bit rocky, but I do think it's an interesting step in the right direction again to finding ways that we can really make Instagram like about creators and collaboration and networking um, as this is a social network, right? If you're a musician, you'll love hearing this. TikTok is testing a new way to help musicians maximize their exposure while also giving creators an opportunity to earn cash rewards. So a new quote work with artists option is going to be in the creator tools for you and that allows creators to choose paid challenges based on certain songs. So by creating a video with these promoted songs, creators will be eligible for cash rewards based on the engagement of the video. And I've seen a few platforms that actually do this outside of TikTok, but it seems like TikTok saw that, liked it, and said, we're going to just do this in the app. Each song will have a listing that lays out the campaign of how creators can earn money, like having the most likes. If you want to learn more about any of these pieces of news, you can check out the show notes that we have down in the description there, and it will give you more information and actually some visuals of what this stuff is going to look like. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. There are so many tasks that go along with being a creator. And sometimes I feel like if I tried to do them all myself, my head would just like pop off my body and roll down the stairs. (laughs) So it's really, really great that there are options for getting some help with all of the tasks that we have to do for creators. Um, So today we're here with Jess and Olivia, co-founders, creators, podcasters. I mean, they basically just do everything they could possibly do. And they are here to spill the tea for us all about influencer assistance. So thank you guys for being here. Of course. Thank you so much for having us. We're so stoked to be on the virtual pod table with you once again. Kristen's been on our podcast, Whiskey and Water. So we are so happy to be here for this for this full circle moment. I know. I love it. And I feel like it was so long ago that we did your podcast. So it's like about time that we got back together. <laughs> yeah. So many updates. Honestly. Yeah. So I mean, for people who don't know about you guys, can you kind of give us the rundown of who you are and what you do? Because you guys have had some new uh, business business moves in in the last few months too. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Jessica. I have my business partner here, Olivia. Hi guys. And we are influencers first, co-founders second, podcasters third, not in that order, (laughs) but we both own a digital creative agency called Mood the Agency, where we do social media management, influencer campaigns, and content creation. 
We are the co-hosts of a podcast called Whiskey and Water, which is about female entrepreneurship and women in business. And most recently, we have launched a digital product company called Socially Ambitious, where we launched our first course, which is the Influencers Assistant course, because we are so passionate about delegation. Honestly, I love delegation and I was never very comfortable with it for probably the first three to four years of being in business. And it's been something I've had to get very comfortable with because I, like I said, my head will literally pop off and like knock them back. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, what made you guys actually like kind of dive into this influencer assistant thing? Because it's a very niche like category of virtual assistants. And I think it's really surprising to me that I haven't heard of anyone doing this before because it's like such a, a needed thing. Yes, it is surprising. And that's literally why we made the course because we were like, there is a gap here. Mm -hmm. So one, we were on, I think our eighth assistant at the time. And we just kept, you know, unfortunately hiring and firing. And we were like, what is the what is the problem here? Like, there's obviously a pain point. And it's because we're hiring virtual assistants. And we just realized that the whole influencer industry is its own skill set. And like, someone who can really thrive in this position for us needs to have that foundational knowledge of the influencer industry like they need to know about usage deliverables what a campaign looks like like you know you can't just hire anyone to do that stuff so once we realize okay this is a niche skill set and then two when we were hiring you know a few we actually would hire our a lot of our assistants through TikTok Mm -hmm. and the last few ones really kind of popped off and went viral because everyone in the comments were like, this is my dream job. Like so many comments saying this is my dream job. So, and even the, the amount of applicants, we got like around 200 or 300 applicants (laughs) and all of them saying, you know, this is my dream job. And they looked pretty qualified other than they lacked that influencer industry experience. Because Mm. if you're not an influencer yourself or a micro influencer, or, you know, you don't have some experience in that space with a company, you don't have the experience. So we kind of just really saw an opportunity and and really a problem that needed to be solved, both on the assistant side and on the influencer side, because, you know, in the same vein, all of our friends who are influencers were like, where did you find your assistant? Mm -hmm. I, I need help. You know, how do you, they were hesitant to delegate, but they knew they needed help. So there were kind of a few different things that we were like, wait, there, there can be a, you know, all in one solution here and it doesn't exist yet. So that's why, you know, we made the course and it's been so cool and really getting to share, you know, the power of being a virtual assistant and then also the power of delegation on the influencer side has been, it's a win-win. Like it's been so, so cool to see the success stories and the pairings. It really is just a beautiful win-win situation. Yeah, for me, I have also found just like regular virtual assistants. And like, I still have some today that work with me. But I definitely agree with that. Like, it's difficult to find someone that I can hand over the tasks that I want to hand over because I am Mm -hmm. scared that they don't like get the full picture. And so it's it's difficult for me to delegate those tasks. So I don't and then it's like stuff I feel like I can't take off my plate. So I I'm very excited to hear more about what we talk about today because I feel like I need one of your students like ASAP. (laughs) Yeah. And that's exactly why we did it because, yeah, there's, I mean, we're all capable of training an assistant, right? And, you know, through all of the assistants that we've had, we've, you know, almost nearly perfected that entire like system. Right. You know, we have a lot of systems in place as influencers that 
a lot of our influencer friends don't even have. Like they have no way of managing their campaigns or they don't know how to label their inboxes so emails don't get lost. And that's what we teach all of our assistants so that they're able to step into an influencer's life and immediately make things easier for them. I love that. I love that. So as a creator listening who maybe is like, okay, I need a virtual assistant. Like this sounds like something I need in my life. How can they figure out what tasks to actually delegate? Because I feel like that's kind of the hardest part is like, like you said, there's so many different things. How do I know what I need to do versus what I can like safely give to someone else as a responsibility? Yeah, of course. And I think it's really taking an inventory of the tasks that you're currently doing, what inspires you most, what drains you, mm-hmm. what fills your cup, what what task do you absolutely dread? Yeah. Like what what is in the back of your mind that you're like, "Shit, I have to do that. Right. Should I have to do that?" Okay, perfect. Now we have identified the pain point. Let's delegate it out. Let's make our yeah. lives easier. And for us, I know like that's really like email/inbox management. Like that is just such a task for us and like making sure that everyone's getting responses on time, that content is being submitted on time, that the invoices are going out on time because, you know, sometimes we'll have like submitted content and done the campaign, yet we're not even able to send out an invoice until two weeks later. And now our payment is two weeks late. (laughs) So, you know, even things like that, just kind of making sure that like our clients essentially are being taken care of and that you know, there's a, a, a flow going and, you know, someone's constantly being updated yeah. and we're also being updated like, hey, when can we expect payment on that? And then our assistant is like constantly letting us know. Or if it's like video editing, we've also gotten down such a great workflow for sending our assistant reels to edit because, you know, there might be 10 minutes of footage that you have to cut down into a 60 second reel. <laughs> that is, yeah. you, you know, the issue, like that's yeah. such a process. So I think it's, again, just about identifying what drains you and versus what fills your cup and then delegating out. Yeah. I have actually been thinking about this recently and I've been trying to get a system in place for myself. Um, Having obviously someone to help would be helpful, but I have been looking at the way I run my business and the time that I spend on all of the like maintenance tasks of again, like just straight up going through my email inbox, the amount of time that that sucks out of my day is way too much time. But on top of that, again, like editing and things that I could hand off to someone else, I spend so much time doing it that I feel like my business is constantly in maintenance mode versus like growth mode. Like I don't have a lot of time to sit down and say like, okay, this is the next thing I want to plan or like even go ahead and plan those things because I'm so busy doing the stuff that I need to do every day to run everything. So what I've been trying to do is like, take a week out of every month and not book any calls or podcast recordings or anything and just use that as my like, I'm still going to go through my inbox and like work, but I'm just working in like a different capacity. But it's also not very realistic for every person to take a whole week off of like, you know, their responsibilities. Um, So it's, it's hard because I feel like for some people, that's a really great idea and everything. But also for some people, it would be more helpful to just have someone there to help you with those things. Yeah, 100%. And in addition to taking inventory of like the things that are draining your cup and the things you simply just don't look forward to doing as a creator, too, I think look at the things that are the most time consuming. Like I know going through 
our emails took about, took up at least two hours of the day. Mm-hmm. And when you have, you know, an eight hour work day and you're shooting content for three or four hours and then two of them are an email, it's just like yeah. that time can be leveraged so much better and really focus on the things like scaling your business, creating content on different platforms, expanding to different platforms. Like there's so many things, doing things... Yeah, doing things that are inspiring you versus things that are burning yeah. you out. So it's it's really like such an amazing tool if you if you know how to utilize it. Right. And when you think about like any other business, basically, like any other business doesn't completely, you know, see success being run by one person. Like, you know, we think about any company that's gotten big enough to make like big money and things like that. Like they have people on their team. Like it's at a certain point, it's not realistic to do it all um, by yourself. So I guess my next question would be for creators that are maybe listening, how do they know when is the right time? Like when do I hire a VA or an IA? Yeah. And that's going to look different to everyone, right? Because some people are going to wait till they're on the edge of burnout or you know <laughs> yeah. completely burnt out which you know and it, it's hard like i remember like h- hiring has been you know one of the biggest kind of hurdles for us as yeah. you know founders and just influencers in general like hiring is a very hard and scary thing which is again why we made this course to help other creators and help the creator economy like kind of make this transition and it's going to look different to everyone but i think you know it's just something that you have to come to terms with yourself um you know, when you finally put your foot down and say, okay, uh, I've had enough is enough and I am ready to delegate this out. Or you kind of feel like you want to, again, scale your business, but you know that like, you can't, you can't do it all yourself. Right. You know, you, like, if you're like, damn, I wish there was just another one of me that could do all these things <laughs> right. while I do all the other things. And we can, you can do that. You can manage that. Sorry, my right. dog is like on my lap. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, I wish you guys could see this right now. He's like being so needy. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think a goal, a goal, I think a good rule for thumb is what about what, what, what am I saying? <laughs> am I okay? Yes. Okay. A good rule of thumb is that. You get to a point when, when you're spinning so many different plates and there's so many moving parts in your business or businesses where your time and mental bandwidth becomes more valuable than your money. Yeah. Or not like your money, but the money that you would be spending on help, right? Yeah. So whether it's five hours a week and paying someone $20 an hour, you know, simple math is 100 bucks a week, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really she said my simple math there. and then I had to think about it. <laughs> so you know like for us we've gotten to to the point of our business where it is worth our sanity Mm -hmm. and our time because that time that we're saving is spent growing and you know and the more we grow the more we can charge you know so it's it's when you have to kind of make that mindset shift Mm -hmm. and realize that that investment is going to return itself tenfold of course you have to look at your finances and be ready to make that commitment but knowing that okay, I'm paying someone, you can even, I think the misconception is that people think when you hire someone, it has to be full-time job, you're hired, or full part-time job, you know? And it just simply isn't like that anymore because freelancers are looking for so much digital work. You can hire someone for three hours a week 
to do brand pitches. If that's all you want to delegate out for now, you can start with baby steps and then kind of scale your way up. But, you know, to me, to pay someone $25 or however much for their time, while I'm creating content, which is going to go on YouTube, which is going to get views and help me monetize another platform, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And I also wanted to mention that like when you, as a, as a creator, if you're looking to hire someone like our assistant does brand pitches weekly. So that also like she pays for herself, you know what I mean? And it's scary to make that initial investment and like, you know, pay for the training and pay for the the time, you know, that this person's getting adjusted, but you know, she's made me thousands of dollars in return. Like it's, you know, I would do it a million times over. Right. And it's something that you just like can't find the time in your day. Like I know for me, like when I was consistently pitching, pitching was just always at the bottom of my to-do list. And I was like, well, if I have time at the end of the day, like I'll send some pitches. And that's the moneymaker, you know, like that's, that's what you can't sacrifice on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I would be really curious to like transparently talk about money with, with, Mm -hmm. um, assistance because I think that's where I can hear people listening to this being like okay well like I don't again like I know I'll make the money back okay but like right now when I have to like figure out how much to pay someone like how do I know what Mm -hmm. is a like industry standard rate you know because I feel like when I've gone to hire any type of VA like I get someone that's $10 an hour and someone that's $45 an hour so like how do you know (laughs) Yeah. And that's such a good point. Like, because we've had that same thing, you know, mm-hmm. when we were looking to hire, I mean, people were, would charge up to like $60 an hour. And we're like, okay, well, uh, you're out of my not range. In the, not, in the, not in the space <laughs> to afford that. My bank account said no, but for us and what we kind of, um, have set is the industry rate. Cause I mean, the industry rate, I mean, there, there is no strict industry rate, but yeah. what we have seen and what our assistants have negotiated for themselves is anywhere between $20 an hour to $30 an hour. Mm-hmm. And that can really depend on the tasks that they're, they're doing, the size of the influencer, how much time they're doing. Right. Um, some people have negotiated commissions. So, you know, if they're doing, if maybe you're only doing brand pitches for an influencer for, you know, three hours a week, maybe it's not worth it for you to do an hourly rate, but maybe you negotiate hmm. five or 10% or 15, 20 percent of the deals that you get them right. which almost like a manage right like almost like a, yeah, a manager agent um things of that nature and i think that's even when you're pitching like that's a really great point to again make sure that you're hiring someone who understands the industry because if it is kind of like acting as a manager like i want someone who's 100%. gonna negotiate me for me like a manager would yeah, and and will can negotiate just as well as I can, if not better. Right. So that's like such, and it's a very nuanced thing, you know. Like there's a lot that goes into negotiating that someone has to just understand, you know, like the value of the assets that we're talking about and the value of the exposure and usage and whitelisting. Yeah. There's so much that goes into it that like it's really important that the person in that position completely has a great scope of like what we're talking about here. I also want to say that we hired our very, very first assistant on, I think, Upwork and she was overseas and it was, I think, $16 an hour. So, you know, there, there is more affordable work out there, but it's also a virtual assistant, you know, and then in the past few years, that's, we've gone through the eight assistants and now we've gotten to a place where it's like, uh, we feel comfortable transparently because I love that you're so transparent about money. We pay our assistant $25 an hour. And for us, I'm so happy to give her that every week. Yeah. Like uh, when I s- hit that send payment button, I am like money well spent Yeah, because she's closing she's closing deals that are thousands of dollars. So, you know, it's, it's very worth it in our eyes. And also 
we we do like as business owners trying to lean on the side of like of course we're looking out for our own finances of course always but also like what's fair you know like they're they're negotiating these very serious things they're dealing with our livelihood we believe it's fair to give someone you know like what we feel like they deserve for that big responsibility yeah i mean and i think that makes sense it's kind of like a you get what you pay for situation like 100%. i don't necessarily we, we the hard way yeah right like i don't necessarily want to pay someone ten dollars an hour and then put my entire income in their hands like yeah, totally. yeah. and it really is like you know with with past assistance and why we had to let them go was because it came to i mean they were great people they were super capable but it came to a matter of not qu- not qualified or yeah. you let too many brand deals like slip through the cracks mm-hmm. or you know just haven't communicated effectively or you know just weren't weren't learning fast enough and and our, our current assistant is actually a graduate of the course and oh, cool i mean seeing seeing that firsthand put into action was just insane because like there was little to no training required on our end and it really that. all she needed to, she really just needed to get up to speed on all of our businesses, which, you know, I, I'm not to say that the average influencer doesn't have as much, much going on as we do, but we have like a bunch of like random <laughs> kind of things. Like we have the podcast, we have our agency, we have, right. you know, Olivia does acting on the side. I have whatever the fuck I'm, I'm getting into <laughs> that week, you know? So it's, I think it's more about just learning, like, you know, when you, when an, someone does get hired or you hire someone, it's really just about like them getting up to speed on who you are as a person, your tone. And we yeah. even teach them that like in the course, like how to get adjusted and how to like learn the tone of your influencer and how to kind of like speak like them and, you know, just get adjusted. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, okay. One thing I want to point out here is that, and I remember having a conversation with you guys about this, is that we can actually hire people who have gone through your course, right? Yeah, we can, or not you can, you guys can (laughs) can too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. We, um, we actually have a Facebook group that once the graduates complete the course, um, they get a link to the Facebook group and we post job listings from our like network of influencers, like our friends who want to hire people and we pair them up. I love that. So yeah, it's super cool. When, like if I was looking for someone to work with, um, how can I pick the right person? You know what I mean? Like how, yeah. and, and obviously it's great when we have like you guys to help pair, pair us up and everything, but outside of that, like if there is someone that I'm interested in, like, how do I know that they're a good candidate? Like, I feel like sometimes yeah. there's so many good people and it's like, how do I choose? Like I've mm-hmm. been in that situation and it's tough. Yeah, it is tough. So what we do is whoever reaches out to us, and it's crazy because it's all our network. It's all people we tell the course and they're like, wait, I want an assistant. Yeah. So it's really like all of our just like personal connections and we send a hiring form. So you fill out what you're looking for, how many hours you're looking, Mm -hmm. uh, what your niche is. We do recommend like we love to see a pairing where an assistant is interested or has the same interest as the influencer that they're applying for. So say it was, you know, a makeup influencer or a beauty, you know, influencer, we would love to pair them or have them connect with an assistant who like genuinely loves beauty and loves makeup because it just makes sense. Um, So I would say you know they you guys would hire fill out the hiring form and then we have the assistants reach out directly and kind Mm -hmm. of pitch themselves to your emails and then from there we do recommend definitely setting up an interview maybe 
interview a top three and you can always also do a trial with someone like I don't Mm. think there's any harm in saying okay you seem like a good fit let's do a 30-day trial another thing we like to do is send some tests over like some homework or some projects so you can give them an example of a negotiation and say like how would you reply to this type of email you know he give them a situation and see how they would handle it we definitely there is an art to interviewing and we have also worked on that as well and situation giving someone an example situation is great because then you see how they would handle something and you know in your head already what you're looking for and what you're not looking for so when you know that's a great way to kind of test them and see like okay how would you handle this if for example you sent my wrong a wrong rate to a brand what would be your next steps moving forward and Mm. see like genuinely how they would handle that type of situation. Yeah. I think that's a really great point. And I mean, I even think about jobs that I've applied for in the past, like even content creation jobs. Now I feel like they're always like, Oh, edit a video for us or like come up with this concept for us, uh, you know, as part of your interview. And I I feel like sometimes those are a little scammy, but I think in this situation, like if you obviously, you know, you're being honest about it, I think it could be a very helpful situation because then it really does help you avoid that time of like, hire someone you didn't do a test with them and then you're like oh well this is so awkward they like didn't really do a good job like (laughs) and also like people especially through the agency we've gotten a lot of experience with hiring and doing interviews Mm -hmm. and people can have a really strong interview and then not really met like their work doesn't really match up with you know, our expectations. So I think, you know, it's a good way to, I think it's good to do the interview first. And Mm -hmm. then if you're interested in that person, then move forward with giving them some homework or giving them a project. Yeah. And also give them the disclaimer of like, we don't, you know, we're not here to waste your time. This is just for us to make sure that this is a good fit and be totally transparent. Oh, also, yeah. And just as saying that being transparent and saying that like, we're not going to use this. Like, for example, (laughs) when we're hiring social media managers and we ask them to make graphics, you know, we're like, this is a mock graphic. We will not be using this for our client's social media. You can watermark it if you want. (laughs) Exactly. Like, you know, just voicing their concerns Mm kind of will make them more easygoing about it and more willing to, to do it. Yeah, I definitely think that's a great idea. Like I do love the idea of testing someone out. Um, gosh, I feel like just having this conversation with you, I'm I'm literally going through the list of everything that I do in a day. And I'm just like, okay, so when I get off and fill out this form, like, what do I need someone to do? Um, and I feel like that's like the hardest part for me is really just f- trying to figure out like, where I need someone in my business. So I think I'm going to have to take like a good inventory and, and like really figure it out because I even like right now I have two VAs, um, and a podcast editor. Um, one of my girls, she focuses all on like podcast stuff. So she uploads the podcast. She like does the show notes and things like that. But where I have an issue is because I'm a control freak. I like all write everything. So I still have to like spend all the time it takes to like write up the newsletter and write up the show notes. And she kind of just like copies and pastes stuff. So I think one thing that I need to do is like learn to let go of the little yeah. bit of control. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I know that's like the hardest step for a lot of people, actually. And that's why it is so important to hire someone who understands nuances and can read, you know, can understand a tone of a brand and really kind of learn how to replicate that. And you want someone to know your entire brand and all the facets of it so that when they are communicating, it's like almost as well as you would yourself, you know? 
Yeah, and I love the idea of, of what you guys are doing with the course too, like that it's almost, it's a course, but then you also get brought into this agency where like, hopefully you are going to find jobs through you guys as well. So for anyone listening, who's kind of like, ooh, like I could do that job. Like, what does the course look like? Like, what is everything that they learn? Obviously, I'm sure there's a lot, but give us the round mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, I mean, really, it's A to Z of being an influencer's assistant, right? So that's from onboarding with an assistant, getting adjusted to the down and dirty of email negotiations, how to source brands, how to pitch brands, how to edit, how to edit videos, we teach them how to source TikToks. So like, so that their influencer gets a, a weekly trend list so that they don't have to like be thinking about what, where do, where do I, where can I find trends? How do I do trending TikToks? Like our assistant wow. sends us a list every single week so we can just click in there. We really teach everything on basically how to be irreplaceable in an influencer's life, like how to make their life so easy that they will like be kissing your feet because <laughs> we, we adore our assistant so much. Like and she really is irreplaceable to us. Like, you know, yeah. again, we would spend any amount, amount of money to keep her with us. Um, and that's what we want the same for any of our graduates. You know, we want them to feel that valuable for another assist or another influencer. Right. Um, and yeah, we do have, there is a lot that goes into it. You know, we have, I think it's six modules, six modules with, you know, you know, let's say 10 lessons in each module. Wow. Um, and we also... Yeah, somewhere roughly around that. You guys can, of course, find... We have a transparent deep dive on the website where it goes into every lesson and every module just so you guys know what you're getting into before um, purchasing. And yeah, we... um, teach them literally A to Z vocabulary on like usage, whitelisting, um, any of the words that like, you know, we, we learned a new, we, we learned the word embargo the other day. We (laughs) were like, we're never, we've never heard this in reference to like an influencer event ever. Um, but things like that where like, it's like, how else would you know this unless you've just done it? So we include that. And honestly, just so much more. It honestly sounds like the course would kind of be perfect for someone who also themselves is trying to become a creator. <laughs> it's almost like the crash course yeah. into like all the nitty gritty of the yes. behind the scenes as a creator for you to use, but also for you to know as an IA. So I love that. That's very smart. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's like great for people who want to just get their foot in the door mm-hmm. of the industry, but don't necessarily know how because yeah. it is given very transparent like this is everything that goes on behind the scenes like everything you're not seeing that looks very glamorous on reels and on tiktok this is all the business shit that has to get done um and it's great also for we have a lot of friends who are models turned influencers and they're running their influencings influencing more like a hobby than a business Mm -hmm. so you know they have these great platforms they have a great audience they have good content but they're what where they're lacking is that they're not running it like a business and they're missing out on on a lot of money because of it because they don't know how to negotiate for themselves because they don't know how to do brand pitches so i think it's also great for the creator who wants to run it more like a business um versus just for fun right uh, as a hobby I love this. Well, okay, this was amazing. So for anyone who is listening that would be interested in becoming an IA, you can check out the course. Also, for anyone listening who wants an IA, you can go fill out the hiring form, which I am going to do promptly after our conversation here. Yeah, but thank you guys. I love it. (laughs) I thank you guys so much for, I mean, creating that platform, but also for being here today and sharing all this with us. 
Yes. Thank you so much for having us on. You are such like a role model and inspiration trust. We think you're absolutely killing it. Even oh without an assistant. Every time I see your stuff, I'm like, how does she do this? Like, how does she do it all? Like she's tired. It. That's what how yeah, she does she, it. Like she's burnt out. <laughs> she needs an assistant. She does. She does. All right. Awesome. All right, we'll thank you guys it. so much. And we will see everyone listening next week. Bye. Bye.